The Copper America on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We'll support you by PropSop, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP for your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSop.com and the promo code SGP. We'll support you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with the promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or the Google Play Store. You are listening to your Copper America quarterfinal preview here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Sports Gambling Podcast on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Also, check out my website, lockbetting.com. We've had a strong start to the Copper America, including landing a one-unit futures lock on the Copa America group stages and we are still having a we still have a pending play on Brazil to win the tournament which we got at 5 to 4 they are now 4 to 6 minus 150 so to get all of my Copa America plays all of my Euro 2020 plays the end of the NBA season MLB uh, boxing tennis we've got Wimbledon going on at the moment to get all of that head over to lockbetting.com where we are leading our clients to their 98th month in a row of transparent track profit we just delivered the 97th month in June that means for eight Eight years, I have delivered a profit to my clients without a single losing month. It's transparent and tracked because we use Patreon. The only issue of using Patreon is the billing cycle will bill you at the first of every month. But it is the first of the month now. There is no better time to sign up. Don't wait until the 10th, the 15th, the 20th, the 25th, because you'll get billed for the entire month. That is the only drawback of Patreon. It does allow me to be fully transparent. And um, that's very, very important in, in sports betting, especially when you look at the number of frauds out there with fraudulent numbers. I use Patreon, which is a community site, allows everybody to comment on every single post. Nothing is ever deleted. Everything is emailed out. It's a full trail to everything. It's tracked and transparent. And for 98 months, or sorry, 97 months in a row, we have delivered that profit for over eight years. And if you want to be on the journey for the 98th month, sign up now. So much to come. As I said, Copper America, what we're covering here, Euro 2020, NBA, uh, the end of the NBA season, that is MLB, where we are six and one with our one unit plays for the season. In tennis, Wimbledon is about to enter its second week, which is the key stage of the tournament, of course. And uh, we have the Olympics as well coming at the end of the month. We did well with the Olympics five years ago, and we look to repeat that here this month. And of course, Dante Wilder and Tyson Fury coming up at the end of the month. Conor McGregor fights in the UFC this month as well. We'll be doing an episode of the fight show for that right here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. But let's move on with what we're here for, and that is the Copper America. This tournament really does start now. Now, the, the group stages couldn't have been more unnecessary in terms of um, getting 10 teams down to eight. And predictably, the two teams that everybody knew were going out at the start are the teams that have gone out of the Copa America. So we have the best eight teams remaining, plus Argentina and Brazil remain on course to face each other in the final. They were the group winners, so they will now be separated all the way until the final. 
Brazil are available here at four to six to win this tournament, as I mentioned. My clients have a one-unit player in Brazil to win this tournament as a futures lock at five to four odds. Argentina available at nine to four. They're the second favourites. This may be Messi's last chance to win a major tournament. Uruguay come next at nine to one, despite not flattering in the group. Colombia too didn't flatter in the group. They're twenty to one. Paraguay twenty-five to one. Chile have won this before, twenty-eight to one. Peru thirty-three to one, and Ecuador here at fifty to one. We will begin with this game here between Paraguay and Peru. Paraguay are the narrow money line favourites here at 6 to 4. It's 2 to 1 on the draw and it's 21 to 10 on Peru. The qualification odds here see Paraguay as a narrow favourite to qualify. They're available at 8 to 11 and it's even money here on Peru. Immediately off the bat, I like the dog here in this one, but also immediately off the bat, I want to set a tone for this show where I'm expecting a lot of these games to go under. Now, that may not be what people want to hear because obviously if you're going to watch, start watching this tournament and start following it from the quarterfinal stage, you want some excitement. The excitement will come if Brazil and Argentina can navigate themselves through to that final because you have a rivalry game there. You have Messi's last chance, last realistic chance of winning a tournament and to do it on Brazilian soil where Brazilians are the host nation and fully expected to win the tournament. It's all gearing up towards that final. It's all gearing up in terms of seeing if these two teams can navigate their way to that final. The semi-final stage, if they, they if they do get there, will be Argentina's match and Brazil's match. So big interest will be in those two games. And obviously interest will be in their quarterfinal games as well. But here you have one of the games that doesn't feature those two. So immediately your interest dips. And what you want to really hear is it's still worth watching because there's going to be X amount of goals and you can point out players that they want to that they may want to look out for or whatever. But there's really no massive excitement attached to this game other than a betting opportunity to land the under here but even the under two and a half goals is priced up at one to two so you'll be laying a lot of juice here to to cash that under I would probably go in the direction of um, of taking Peru to win this game and you can take Peru to win to nil because I do think it would be a low scoring game so rather than taking them on the money line and you're still taking a money line underdog here you could take Peru to nil at four to one um, Peru have won three of their last five games. Uh, both teams have not scored in five of the last six Paraguay games. And check this out. Peru have not lost to Paraguay in their last seven meetings, winning six and drawing one. So if there's a big case of the wrong team being the favourite here, it's probably this one. But as I said, let me reiterate. I think that we need to set the tone here that some of these games are going to be very low scoring. This one will be two teams that will fancy beating each other and won't want to give anything up. And in the other matches, especially the Brazil and Argentina games is what I'm, is what I'm getting at. Uh, there's, there's an inferiority situation there where one team doesn't want to get beat. They'll sit in deep and we'll invite the other team to break them down. We've seen a bit of that in Euro 2020, and we'll certainly see that in the Brazil and Argentina games as they try to navigate their way to the semis and then a final against each other. This Peru team have scored seven times in the last five, of which six have come in the second half. So I think, obviously, the first half here could be low scoring and cagey. But eventually, I do feel that Peru will be the team that, that qualify here. I don't see why Paraguay are the favourites. The data don't support them, doesn't support that. Uh, Peru have looked a little bit better to me in the tournament. They came through the um, the more difficult group that featured Brazil. 
So uh, I'm going to go for Peru here to to manage to qualify. I'm going to go for under two goals instead of the under two and a half. So if you get zero goals or one goal, you win. If you get two goals, you push. If you get three goals, you lose here. Um, but, I, but I like the play here. I, I don't see this being a massively attacking game. And also, I like the outside bet here on Peru to win it with a clean sheet. So Peru to nil, available at four to one. I think if somebody wins this game, it will be low scoring. And I certainly think it's worth having a little sprinkle on that one here from this game. Up next, we get down to business here with Brazil playing on Friday night. They're at home to Chile, where they are the two or five favourites to win that game. It's 7-2 to draw, and it's 8-1 to one on Chile. The qualification odds massively favour Brazil to the point where I'm not even sure they're a very good parlay piece. They're available at 1-6, to six, with Chile available here at 4-1. to one. Uh, This as I said, is going to play out as uh, Brazil dominating the ball, attacking and trying to break this Chile team down. Um, Brazil have been winning games and keeping clean sheets regularly. Now, they didn't actually do that in the last two games. Uh, they massively rotated for the final group game and were held to a draw. And then against Colombia, they had to come back from one goal down. I think the pattern of play here will, will dictate to me that Brazil will be trying to break through. And eventually, Chile won't be able to hold off, hold up and continue to deny them. And they will break through that defensive block. And the breakthrough will mean Brazil win. And as Chile try to be drawn out, either there'll be enough time for Brazil to catch him on the counter and score a second or Brazil may just come through here with that 1-0 lead. But I have a very clear thought in my mind as to how this game will play out. And I do like Brazil to get back to winning with a clean sheet here as opposed to Brazil covering the minus 1.5 handicap here at 11 to 10, which I also like. But uh, 6 to 5 for Brazil to win to nil is my preference. Brazil have won seven of the last 10 Copa America games all at home. Um, Brazil have kept clean sheets in seven of the last 10 Copa America contests and they've won 16 of the 21 previous Copa meetings with Chile victorious only on three occasions. So I think I know how this game will play out. If you want to be a little bit more safe, you can take Brazil and under four and a half goals here, which is available at eight to 13. But I like the clean sheet price here. Brazil six to five plus 120 to win with a clean sheet and moving on to the semifinals. Up next, we move to Saturday night action. And this is an interesting game between Uruguay and Colombia, where Uruguay available here at 13 to 10. It's 2 to 1 on the draw, and it's 12 to 5 here on Colombia. Uruguay strangely decided to, I mean, it's not strange to win matches, but had Uruguay played out a draw in their final group game, they would have finished third in the group and they would be the ones that are going up against Peru. But they ended up winning that game. They're winning their final game by one goal to nil and got themselves into second place. And as a result, they have this difficult game now against Colombia, which some people would be considering a toss-up. I would lean Uruguay, though. I think Colombia have left some key players out of this tournament, and Uruguay's are all there. And even though they are all the wrong side of 30, the likes of Cavani and Suarez, and even to a lesser extent, Godin, are still performing at a decent level. So I think Uruguay may have too much for Colombia here. I look for them to grind out a win in another low-scoring game. I think under two and a half goals here has to be the play. Uruguay have won their last two games, both with clean sheets. Colombia have only scored three goals in four tournament games so far. 
And uh, so when you look at Colombia and you're looking at the likes of James Rodriguez and you look through the pages of history with uh, Carlos Valderrama and Fastino Asprilla, this team don't look to be that team. Although so far, they have come the closest to beating Brazil with 15 minutes to go. They were 1-0 up and managed to lose that game by two goals to one with the winner coming 10 minutes into injury time. Um, getting back to this game, there have been fewer than three goals in the last seven Uruguay matches. So this is an easy under to me. The price is also reflective of that. You will have to lay some juice to get this at 16 to 25. But I do think it's a relatively safe play. I think for both the Peru and Paraguay game and this one, you would be looking at an under and possibly even the final game featuring Argentina. But as, to, as for who goes through here, I think looking at a... Um, a moment from the likes of Cavani and Suarez is the way I'd like to go. Uruguay is still defensively difficult to break down with the likes of Godin and uh, Jimenez at the back. And um, the, the coach has actually spent the last month experimenting with all kinds of formations. But ultimately, I think they'll go back to their flat 4-4-2 here with the veteran strikers, Suarez and Cavani still at the forefront. And they're at the forefront of their clubs as well. Cavani is going to be an important player next season for Manchester United. And Luis Suarez is going to be an important player for Atletico Madrid again next season, especially after guiding him to the, the Liga title this season. So I think they're good enough to get it done. But again, as I said, it will be a low score game once again and uh, it's feasible here that all four of these Copa America games could go under even the Brazil game whereas I, I fancy Brazil to to win it it will just be a case of when not if they break through against the Chile defense who will set up that defensive wall if it comes in the second half then you're very very much on your way to catching an under here so I would not dissuade anybody from blindly playing four unders for these quarterfinals it doesn't sound interesting it's not a good promotion for the for the tournament it's probably not going to get a load of people people to watch but action is action and winning is winning and you can support and you can sit there and enjoy a boring game if you have money on a boring game so for me three potential unders here and this next one could be the fourth as uh, Argentina play their quarterfinal game against Ecuador they are the one to two favorites to win it on the money line 16 to five to draw and seven to one on Ecuador for Argentina simply to qualify here they are available at one to five and it's 10 to three on Ecuador not much money in this, even if you parlay Argentina and Brazil to move on. You won't even get that up to minus 200. That's how certain the books are that these two teams will get past this round. It may get more difficult for them in the semi-final where there could be potential banana skins. But I think they safely navigate their way through. And I think they both do it in the 90-minute period. This Argentina team are unbeaten in their last 17 matches, winning 10 and drawing 7. So despite that unbeaten record, for a team to be really, really informed, you'd expect more wins there, much like when we talk about Italy in Euro 2020. Ecuador have not won any of their last six internationals. So that really proves my point when I'm talking about how unnecessary that group stage was, where you've got a team here that managed to get through without a win. And um, six of Argentina's last 10 wins 
have been by exactly one goal. So if you're not winning games and you're coming up against Lionel Messi in Argentina, what would you probably do? If you're Ecuador, you're probably going to sit in deep. You're going to make it difficult for this team. Um, you're not going to want Messi to start getting into dangerous areas. So you're going to two-on-one Messi throughout this game, trying to limit his involvement. Obviously, that only works to a certain extent because Messi has been two-on-one throughout the most of the late stages of his career and he still managed to do significant damage to a number of teams, although mostly at the at the club level of Barcelona. Not so influential here for his country, but um, he really wants to win this tournament. As much as some people didn't want this to get played, even though we've got no crowds here, even though it's been moved from various locations, at one point it's going to be in Argentina, it's now in Brazil, Messi wants to win this. And it may be somewhat of um, somewhat compensation if he can win this tournament on Brazilian soil and be influential in a final against Brazil and win it. I think that would be very, very big for Argentinians and uh, maybe somewhat Messi will be somewhat forgiven. I think it's harsh to even make that statement and say he needs forgiven because he's never not tried here for his country. I think there is a bad stigma out there where they say he doesn't perform as well. Well, you need the pieces around you. And Argentina just haven't had the pieces that Barcelona have, especially when you're looking at the, the weak back lines that you've had here. And the and the lack of contribution from players over the years where uh, Di Maria and Aguero and just the number of players that you've played with, they haven't shown up either for, for Messi. And they've almost been overwhelmed by playing with him and, and been in his shadow and just give him the ball and look for him to produce what he can produce. And that has really been Argentina's problems where a lot of players who, who haven't had great interest international careers like Di Maria and Aguero have been have been let off the hook for for hiding away and Messi has bared the brunt of the entire responsibility and taking the full responsibility for Argentina's failures throughout his career. So I think realistically this is last chance saloon. They're not going to win the World Cup. They're not going to be contenders to win the World Cup in 2022 in Qatar. So it really will be this and to do it on Brazilian soil will be an amazing achievement. First they have to get there. I don't think they'll have any problems here. I think they'll navigate their way to another win. I think they'll navigate their way to a clean sheet. This team have only actually conceded two goals so far in this tournament and I don't look for them to concede one here against Ecuador. I think the best play here would be to take Argentina and under four and a half goals just in case there is a concession of a goal because that is what happened against Bolivia where Argentina were a little bit complacent and conceded that goal perhaps because they've kept clean sheets so easily so far in this tournament and you're getting that at four to six. If you don't want to be conservative and you want to take Argentina to nil that is available the same price as Brazil to win to nil at six to five plus 120 but either Either way, I think they are safely there and um, I think that Uruguay and Peru will be the two teams that join them. But ultimately, I think we are in good shape for that Brazil and Argentina final. And I think ultimately we're in good shape to land our Brazil future, which is available at, uh, which we got at five to four. And I still think there's value there at four to six. But um we, we want that final, and I think that is the main reason that you'll be watching this. I think even when you get through to that that, um, that semi-final stage, we will see matches where teams are set up cagely against Brazil and Argentina. But hey, that's what you have to put up with. You are quite clearly head and shoulders above the rest. You are the two best teams in this tournament, and everybody wants to see you in the final, so you will have to put up with defensive blocks and attack versus defence situations, and that will lead to, to unders, depending on when goals are scored. If there's no 
breakthroughs in the in the first 30 minutes, then I think you'll save cash in the unders. As I said, you probably won't lose money here playing four unders for this uh, quarter, for these quarterfinal stages of the Copper America this weekend. So that's it for me and this Copper America preview. I'll be back to cover the semifinals. Don't forget the quarterfinal preview of the Euro 2020 quarters is available now. In fact, I did that twice. I did a completely separate show over on a sports gambling podcast as well with Ryan and Sean. So I did a show of Ryan and Sean and here on a soccer gambling podcast, there is a preview after that. There'll be a semifinal show for Euro 2020, semifinal show for Copper America, and we'll be doing the finals together on one big show. But that is it from me, guys. Good luck with all of your bets as always. Enjoy the Cup of America and thanks for listening.